Troops, don't worry. Getting ready to record the next episode of the Granite Zero podcast. But before we start, quick shout out to Right Flank. Right Flank are a veteran-owned, veteran-run company. And if you want 15% off, put in the promo code FLANKED15 at checkout. 15% off. Also, go and see Infusion CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with mental health problems, aches and pains in your muscles and joints, and the list goes on and on. You can even get it for your animals. So go and see them and put in the promo code GRANITE15 at checkout for 15% off. If, like me, you love good coffee, go and see Dead Mammoth Coffee. Veteran-owned, veteran-run, but not only that, they roast to order and they grind it down specifically to your tastes. Put in the promo code MIL15 for 15% off. Welcome! Last but not least, check out Combat Fuel. Combat Fuel, veteran-owned, veteran-run, standard. But they also give their proceeds and profits to charity. Help for heroes. So go and see them and put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout to get 15% off. But joining me on the Granite Zero podcast is the one and only Steve Nichols. The owner of Right Flank. Now you might know him from his interviews on the Lad Bible. He's done two recently and they are top quality, so make sure you check them out. So welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Steve Nichols. That's all right. It could, it could be worse, mate. I am literally in a sauna. <laughs> you know, bro. I'm out. I'm out in my shed, and I. This is where I do my recording, and it couldn't be hotter in here. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating one out, mate. <laughs> but I got me whiskey, so it's all good. I am on tea. Tea. He's going all out. Tea because I've got to go pick the baby up, and I can't be driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair one, mate. That's a fair one. Yeah, I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. Tell you what, I enjoyed that uh, lad Bible interview. I thought it was Are we, we recording now? Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's how I roll, mate. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100 yeah, percent sure if it's recording on the on the on the Zoomer, but I'm pretty sure I can share it or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But yeah, it's well. definitely recording on on the old phone, so I'm definitely going to get the audio, there you which, go. which is good. Nice to finally meet you, mate. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Appreciate all the support yeah. that you guys have been giving me over at Right Flank. Yeah, well, it's um, been a bit of a whirlwind, bit of a hurricane in the past few weeks, like. Yeah. Um, lockdown's kicked in. Everyone's trying out and not working. I've had no, I've had no time. I've just been non-stop. Like, um, 
especially with all of the podcasts and the film and the stuff, and then the brand, the brands just boomed. I mean, it's yeah, it's literally took over my life entirely. That's so a good thing, though. I'm actually locked away now in the box room in my house just to get away from it all because uh, I've had enough. <laughs> Turned his phone off. I've had enough of this. No more. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's a good thing, though, mate. It's got that that the the boom, as you put it. It, it it's definitely something that. Well, it's obviously a positive, clearly, because that's what you wanted at the end of the day, isn't it? With the uh, with the closing yeah. line. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's well, start from the beginning. Really, it's a bit a bit of a story. It's. Um, I was I was asked by the Legion to go onto that by onto that video. Yeah. And I was like, um, you're having a joke, aren't you? I can't, I can't be putting myself on, you know, on a podcast or stuff like that, talk about my story or anything. And um, in the end, it was actually my missus that said, go for it, you know what I mean? Get on there, speak your mind, t- tell the story that people need to hear. You never know, it might save one person. And that was it for me then. I was sold. I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. Um, got in there, got it done. And then uh, I've done a few other podcasts. It boosts my confidence quite a lot. Um, did a few other podcasts and stuff, and then um, I went on the Doc House podcast um, not so long ago, and then Lab Bible got hold of me to the can we come and film do a bit more? And I was like, yeah, go on then, yeah. So they come round and it was basically based on mental health, and um, they filmed in my house, in my front room. All right. Because obviously, lot, uh, yeah, all yeah. that is weird. Um, car pulled up outside the house, and uh, the the, uh, the video guy, Dead Sound, he goes. Um, I'm going to set it all up in the driveway, looking off a way and pissing down. He goes, I'm going to set it up in the driveway, I'm going to pass it through the front door, and then you're going to set it up. And then there's obviously lockdown and all this <laughs> social distance and all that. And he goes, and then we're going to film it, and I'm going to look on the screen on your driveway. I thought, this is rapey, this, mate. Did you all sat in the driveway with a load of cameras looking from your window? I'm inside, and you're like, just move to the left, just do this. And your neighbour's going to think that I'm up to something. Again, you know what I mean? So I went, tell you what, mate, put a mask on, just come in. So I, I was. I've had a lot of messages from people from, from, from blokes that don't even know. From blokes that don't even know, messaging me saying, "Mate, thank you so much." If yeah. I feel better than myself now. I feel good that this. I'm not the only one being like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's the that's um, the main thing, isn't it? That, it's good. I've broken the mold a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I I I really like that um, uh, that comment that you gave to the bloke that called you a pussy. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? As, as I was like sat next to me, miss, I was watching it in bed. Me, misses, and she was like, "What are you watching?" And I was like, "This is um, the guy that's going to be coming on the um, on the show on on what day are we? Tuesday." She was like, "Oh, is it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He does um, the company right flank that helps support the the podcast a little bit. She was like, "All oh, right," and she heard the comment. Um, what is it? A fucking, he's a pussy and all this. The bloke from the World War Two didn't blink an eye and all that. I was like, this guy clearly doesn't understand what mental health is. And how it affects different people different ways, you know what I mean? And well, that's that's uh, that's just life in general. That's that's the problem we're having, and that's why you're doing what you're doing, and why I've started doing what I'm doing. Exactly. Is because people are, I don't think people are ignorant. I could have sat there on that on that on that question, and I could have pulled my new fringe off, and I could have gone berserk and kicked off and gone mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
that's not that's that, that to me it's not ignorance to me it's it's lack of knowledge yeah that's what, exactly people think and this is what the problem was back what i believe the problem was back then with obviously world wars and stuff like that is people were too uneducated about it they didn't want to talk about it so because people didn't want to talk about it it was a sore subject yeah you know I mean so a lot of people a lot of lads like when I, when, when I had that interview with John De- uh, John Dunn and that he didn't he didn't want to talk as much and that's what a lot of people were saying they go, oh, he, does, he doesn't talk about his about his BS you know, he doesn't talk about his mental health yeah because he's obviously a man but you know it's not that he's a, more of a man or less of a man it's just that he's fixing drinks there yeah I have yeah It's it's most the fact that he didn't know how to. Yeah. He was suppressed in a way. You know what I mean? That's a word that is suitable for the situation. But the problem we're having nowadays is that we go down that same road. There's too many people saying, "Just man up, just get over it, just grow up, just stop it, pack it in." What's wrong with you? And that was when I when I first got out. I, I, I I when I got out, I went off the rails. Obviously unregimented, this and the other. Uh, my routine was up the wall, and I lost it. I went mad, and the demons creep in, and X, Y, Z. And uh, the people say, people said to me, "What's wrong with him? Why is he acting like this? Why is he just smash me out? Why is he doing that? What do we do?" And that was the, that was the biggest thing for me. I was like, "No one knows what to do. No one knows how to deal with me." Yeah, so exactly. I'm one case. There's millions of cases out there. Yeah, definitely probably worse than me. I mean, I put my head through the window. I put I had put the glade double glazing in my mum's house because I just couldn't control myself. Yeah. And because the wind didn't break, only did the first paint glass. <laughs> so my ass. So I took a second run at it and another one, another one, <laughs> and uh, hence why I had to get a new fringe because my head like to get the junction with scars. But and everyone's like, "That? Well, what's, why are you doing that for?" Well, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. My head's yeah. the wall. It's, yeah. t- it's took me literally nine years to sit there and go, "Get right." Yeah. Let's sort this out. Now let's. I started to sit there and understand a bit more. You know what I mean? And get me around it a bit more. And obviously with the suicides that we had the other year, it kicked me right out of the arse. And oh, that's right. why I started. Like, people, a lot of people know the story. That's why I started right flank, give myself focus and try and show other veterans and other still serving soldiers that you're not just you go in, you do your job, you get out, you're done. You're forgetting about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all you're capable of doing. Like we hear it all the time with infantry, um, people going, "Oh yeah, you're infantry. You don't get nothing out of that. You got no skills out of that. You got no, you've got no. Um, what, what are you going to go into with that?" And people say all the time, like my dad said to me, he goes, "Why don't you go into engineers or something? Do you get a trade?" It's exactly like, what my You need a trade. You need a trade. You need a trade. Why do I need a trade? That's what my why, dad. Why do you need to have a trade? Exactly I what my old man said. Nothing. I, I went to college and stuff like that, but I never used it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you need to get a trade, but. What do infantry have? What do what do soldiers have? Confidence, your key skills. You know I mean you can make anything from that? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean, I, I've got mm-hmm. mates that like they left the infantry and they were good soldiers. They're assholes, but they're good soldiers. The project managers, the big managers, the big bosses. Yeah, you can do anything. Yeah. Really. And that's where right flank comes into it, just to prove to veterans and civvies, whoever, that you can do something. You know I mean, yeah, like I come from a council estate and whatever, and. and when in the army is an infantry as an infantry has a green jacket and smashed up Iraq and Afghan and got the got the medals and the mental health to prove it and no show for it. And then it's like, well, I am more capable of doing more. Yeah. You know I mean, and that's yeah. right flank 
obviously a lot of other veteran brands have made those brands that proves to soldiers and they're serving and veterans that there is more to you can 100%. do more and I think with the military and more and more veteran companies popping up now yeah yeah it's like ever. you have that military mindset don't you that you're going to you're going to do it anyway that's what yeah. I, it's like uh, a lot of companies that I've worked for because my, my main thing was I couldn't settle um, when I came out that was my main problem and um I went from security job to security job. I ended up doing surveillance for a, for a bit of time. And their main thing was we only, we oh, obviously they'll employ others, but they tend to only look at military or police for the surveillance jobs. Yeah. So, and it and it's because you can work anywhere and do anything really. And you don't yeah. mind sitting, well, I kind of have a bit of a problem sitting on my own at the minute because my fucking mind goes a thousand mile an hour. But, you sit there, yeah, you can sit there, basically doing a stag and, and spying on benefit cheats, basically. That's what I was doing. Um, but, yeah, it's, it just shows that you can you do get skills that you can transfer into civvy life if, you're, if you are in the infantry, 100%. Yeah. You don't have... I, yeah, I, I made a... I don't say the mistake because it's actually landed me quite a decent job doing security. But a lot of people in the infantry think, oh, I've got to go and do CP. I've got to go in do security work and things like that. That's not the case. Yeah. You can... That's a common thing, that though, isn't it? You I mean, it's like, a lot of lads and I do it yourself, is when you get out, done a combat role for so long, and you're used to wearing, you know, body armor plate carriers, carrying a weapon system, and doing drill, you know, obviously, doing that, doing that job. You've done it for so many years, that it's natural. The way yeah. you get out, you go back into something like that. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of lads... That girls go, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then they realise, they go, I can't do this. They yeah. can't, but in their minds, they go, I can't do this. So they automatically go back to what they believe in. They won't go back into the regiments because, for whatever reason, they go, I'll go, I'll go, um, I'll, I'll go CP. I'll, I'll operate that way. Yeah. That's like um, a lot of people talk about as well. Um, I've heard a few people say it about uh, people who want to go there with the careers and stuff like that. And, Restrained, restrained a lot because it's like any job. If you're good at a job, you won't go any further in that job. Yeah, you'll stay in that job because you're good at it. If you know, it's one of them. It's like any job. You've got to know people. Yes, I believe that. Yeah, in the regiment, our regiment, you have to you have to be good and know people to yeah. go further. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Like. <laughs> We 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 always have a joke. Me and me and the Raf Reg lads. We we always say like the higher ranks are dead man's shoes because we literally yeah. one one of the blokes that was a flight sergeant when I was there, which is staff sergeant in the army. So that was what six six years ago. I left. He was a flight yeah. sergeant then. He was also a flight sergeant when I was going through basics in two thousand and eight. He's only just yeah. left after like. 36 years or something still as a flight sergeant it's like you're the reason why you can't progress because yeah it's mad how many blokes that are still serving that and and they've just changed the age range now for the raf ridge really yeah i think you can still go in at 41 i think now so you can join at 41 yeah i i, I believe it's 41 that it's around the 40s anyway you can you can yeah oh, that's mad that yeah that's mad, that. But it's saying really that, it's like, when I was in Afghan, um, I was a land shack, uh, 2IC, and we had, um, I, we had we had lads 
an opportunity to come over from like uh, either TA or you know, other battalions. Those lads were in the 30s and stuff. And I, back then, I was 23, battle-hardened soldier. So I was like, oh, everyone underneath, underneath me were like 20, 20, 21, 18, whatever. Yeah. But there's lads there that were 30-odd. And I was like, well, they're old, them. They're old soldiers. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, I'm 35 now. I'm like, that. <laughs> I, I speak to lads online. They go, how old are you now? I'm 35. You go, oh, you're old then. Yeah. But in the army, it's a young man's game, isn't it? It is, yeah. But the military, it's a young man's game. So we had lads start coming over. And I was like, Giving them, giving them up, like talking to them, and they're, they're, they're under me and they're in the 30s. But so that's just the way it is, you mean? But like yeah. now now you're older, you're like, you go, well, that's normal, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But back then, you're like, it's just, it's just weird. And when people come back and get back into the, get back into the, uh, back into the reg, and they're like years older, like, what's, what's it like in Civic Street? What have you been doing? Yeah. Oh, I've been doing this, I've been doing this driving and concierge, I've been doing a bit of CP. I'm like, oh, what's it like being out there? It's like, it's like, it's like you're talking to prisoners that have just got back in. Yeah. I'm stuck out there, you know what I mean? Oh, it's great, fresh air, it's brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, how, that's, how that's how you think about it, isn't it? Like a, like a prison definitely, sentence. Like, definitely. It, it's, it's fucking mad, isn't it, when you think about it? Like, when, when did you join up? How old were you? I was, uh, when I joined up, I was, it was 2000, 2004. You know, that's crazy, isn't it? When you think about it, it's a long time ago. I joined up four years out. I joined up two thousand eight. I was twenty, so it's yeah. it's fucking mad. It's like, what what do I actually know at the age of twenty? It's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, I was uh, when I joined up. I was I went I went at nineteen. Um, did my training with Catholic, and then literally. Straight out of Catholic, straight to Wheaton Barracks in Blackpool. Um, and then straight away, I become an alcoholic. Naturally, being based in Blackpool, you just become an alcoholic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most, um, most functioning alcoholic in the world. Like, a good alcoholic. But, um, <laughs> but then from there, um, within a matter of months, I was to Belize, come back, straight out to Iraq, come back, flown to Ireland. Um, we got stuck in Ballykin, um, and then from there, I went straight to Kosovo, and then to Afghan. Oh, so just non-stop, non-stop, non-stop. Fast-paced career before I knew it. Those years had gone by. You know what yeah, because I, mean? I did. Pff, I didn't do too too long in the regiment. I did five and a half years, but in those five and a half years, I did Iraq. Literally came home for a, what felt like two minutes. Then it was pre-deployment for CAF. Went out to CAF. It does that that that, that time back in camp is it goes so quick. You are I sound I'm back now. I'm back for like six, seven, eight months. That's yeah. brilliant. And before you know it's it, I was two weeks leave. You're yeah. straight in pre-deployment training. Yeah, it's madness. And you're back and smashed again. Yeah, I, I was quite lucky on my um, on the last tour of Bastion. I was actually put on the um, on the HQ flight, so I was I was an absolute radio geek, which is a, which is strange considering how much of a biff I am at fucking technology. But yeah, they uh, they basically it's, it's mad because you're using terms and stuff like that and stuff from obviously Raf and stuff like that. So it's like I'm like, it's like, it's like someone's French. Yes, you, so have, to, like, you have to try and go. Oh, yeah, what's yeah, you going, right, okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like uh, translating them. Yeah, go, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 On the same line, I'm on the same page, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I was put on the HQ flight or platoon, might make it easier. Um. Basically, they wanted to inverted commas keep me safe. So it was my. I already put my papers in. Um, yeah. 
but I'd already said, yes, I'll go to, to Bastion. They were like, well, we're not going to put you on a rifle platoon or anything like that, just in case. I was like, all right. Um, so they put me on the radios, basically, because I was pretty good at it anyway. Yeah. And and that that was actually one of the one of the hardest things I did because while while I was on the on the radio, my close mate uh, Robbo lost both his legs. I had to deal with the nine liner coming in, finding out it's one of my best mates who lost his legs. Yeah. Another one of my mates got shot um, uh, out with the snipers, and it was like fucking hell. Then you then you got in your head, oh, could I have done something if I was out there? Could I have helped at yeah. all? But I'm stuck here get, yeah. making sure the medivacs come in, which, to be fair, is an important important job anyway. Had to be done, otherwise. Yeah, it was. Every, every role was important. But I think that was my biggest shock. I think that's, well, that, was my, um, that was my start of my roller coaster um, because a lad that I was in training with, he, he, uh, he went to a different regiment, a different battalion so when the tour before so when he um, next minute he come over and he obviously come over he get his that number and all that yeah. um, and his that number will come over and I went I recognise that but uh, it can't be you know what I mean it can't yeah. be he's, uh, he, he's been here he's gone home and then um, the next day I'll see 24 hours goes by you get the full name and everything then don't you yeah. and um, it turned out it wasn't it was, uh, it was Danny Coffey and um, he, come, he volunteered and went back out for another three months things where they were saying um, that you enjoyed the firefights and things like that but a lot of that that is what you're trained to do you're not trained to deal with what happens after the firefight yeah yeah well it's that not... was that, like you said in the bible video that's what you said and uh, I, knew it, I knew it upset a few people me saying that I enjoyed yeah. the firefights because I've had I would say 90% of the comments are good, the positive, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. well done for speaking your mind and getting out there and that and the other. But then I, I, I read one this morning, and my missus has been round with him all morning. I was like, he's a troll. He's got a fake account, leave him alone, I swear. And she goes, no, I'm not having it. And she's giving him loads. And he's basically called me a bellend. <laughs> oh, was this, this, and that, and He took the mick out of my hair. He's took the pick, he took the mick out of everything. He's ripped the back out of me. And he goes, how can he say this? And he's just, he's just a pawn for the Goldens and all this. I was like, Lad, shut up. You know what I mean? Just look at the bigger picture. Yeah. If you look at the, the we're trained to go out there, and whether it's to firefight, drive, logistics, it doesn't matter. That's yep. that's our job. That's what you got. Whatever your job is, you got to do it. 
So it's, it's like, okay, so if you stack shelves in Aldi, you train to stack shelves, and you love stacking shelves, and it's, you love logistics, and you love this, and you love all that about it, but then one day, one of your mates, you stack a shelf, and the ten of beans falls off the top shelf, and it's your mate in the head, and he dies. Like, as funny as that sounds, yeah. it's, you know, I go, oh my God, you enjoy stacking shelves. Like, yeah. It's costing lives. No, it's it. I enjoy what I do. Yeah. It's just a shame that That's part we're, good of the, yeah. we're good at firefights, and there's a very small chance that someone's going to get hurt, die. Yeah, exactly. That's the bit you can't train for. No. Ever train for. Um, don't get me wrong, I love pulling the trigger. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, ta- I love tactics. I love operating. But it's that side of it that stopped me. Yeah, exactly. The, the human brain can take so much. I've got mates that are still in. I've got mates that have been in 20 odd years. And it, it just hasn't affected them. Yeah. But then yeah. some of us, it affects in the first week, the first, yeah, no, the first that, year. It's that's what, that's what so many people don't understand is that it affects everybody differently. That's, that's it. It's, yeah, like, really. it's like when I first came out about me having um, my depression and my anxiety, I had people that I served with telling me that I was talking a load of bollocks. I was like, well, how the fuck do you know? They were like, yeah. they, and then there was a few saying that I was playing on the fact that one of um, our close friends from the regiment, he took his own life, and he was like, "How dare you speak about him on your podcast?" It's like, if anything, I'm honouring his name by talking about it. He took his own life exactly. because of the things he saw while he was out in Afghanistan and other things. He had a few problems with his missus, had um, cervical cancer and things like that, lost her life, and all these things affected him, and he ended up taking his own life because he didn't deal with it correctly, and. I was speaking about it and I was getting all these trolls from the same people. Um, in fact, yesterday I was looking through my memories um, and I had, I think it was uh, about three years ago now, I had a couple of videos made with me in it and another bloke from the regiment and it was basically trolling us because we were doing the 25 press-ups or whatever it is for PTSD and what have you. Yeah. And maybe this compilation, it, to be fair, taken with a bit of banter you could go yeah it was all right but then i got abuse after abuse and i was like it's all well and good but you guys are fucking making me go down now and it's like what have i done to you sort of thing and yeah yeah it was just madness and it was like and then when i first like i said when i first started this i got i got all the the trolling again and i was like it was my brother that was like no you're doing you're doing the right thing it's helping you deal with what's your problems. Fuck those guys. Yeah. If anything, they're they're listening. They're actually adding to your listens. <laughs> I was like, yeah, cheers. That's it. Yeah. The, the thing is, it's like okay. So what we'll do is, it's like that. Like that when at me um, the comments, he's saying, um, "Oh yeah, he keeps talking about the mental health. He's a pussy." You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So what if what we'll do is, we'll all shut up. We won't talk about mental health. We won't talk about um, PTSD or anything like that. We'll just leave it. Yeah, and we'll just let, let it roll on and roll on and roll on. Which is like we've been doing the past hundred odd years. We'll just leave it. Let it keep going on. Cause we don't want to be classed as pussies. We just want to be men. We'll just keep bottling up and keep going. Yeah, okay. Man up, man up, man up. And then more and more people die. And then more and more people suffer. And then the, the world becomes darker and a more evil a place. Yeah, definitely. So... Like what you're doing and what I've started to do, 
we talk about it, we express ourselves, and people don't want to hear about it. Some people go, oh, it's a bit heavy, that. Oh, I don't hear that. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Don't want to hear about your suicides, don't you? Okay, sound. Well, there might be one person sat in a room somewhere in the corner on his own, waiting to do it, ready to do it, going to do it. Yeah, exactly. So this, me saying this might make him go, yeah, that. That's one less, that's one kid go without a dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then you have one, one, one dad takes his life, one woman takes her life. That one child has to live for that for the rest of life. Exactly, and it's called the kids, then, isn't it? And then the kids will be like, wow. That to me is worse than this pandemic. That's going to upset some people as well. But that's worse than this pandemic, this this COVID whatever, because flu virus and stuff like that will we'll beat, we'll get over. Yeah. But the human race will flourish, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll, we'll carry mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But stuff like mental health and PTSD, it's just going to get worse and worse and yeah. worse and worse, you know what I mean? And you've got people from like Northern Ireland days or, or Banner days, they're opening their eyes now and going, you know what, I need help. Yeah, exactly. Got, that, 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 the, old, old, the old guy, John, he turned around and he goes, I've learned from you. And I spoke to him on VE day and he goes, oh, you know, and he, he spoke a bit. And I was like, you know what, you bottled that up for a long time, mate. a yeah, long time. Definitely. And I've bottled it up for 12 years, I've been bottling mine up, fighting my demons. Yeah. Doing now, I've gone, you know what, I've got a family. Yeah, can't we, be this person. We're, we're got to progress as a person. Yeah, we got a similar sort of thing. Um, my, well, my granddad, to be fair, I wouldn't be able to find anything out now because he's 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 long passed away before I was born, unfortunately. But he got uh, a BEM for his time in uh, where was it? Burma, I believe. He got um, a British Embassy medal for it, which you get for basically it's like a. Act of Valor type medal. I think they've decommissioned all okay. Um He's got one of them for for in Burma, and then he's also got one during World War Two as well. But none of the family know what he did, yeah, or how he got them because he didn't speak about it. Um, what what we sort of come to realize because he was an aircraft technician, so we believe that during a firefight in in Burma, I think it was Burma, could be well wrong. Yeah. Um, he managed to fix a, a heli while it was under under attack and get it operational so it could take off and get some casualties out. We believe, but yeah. we I've, I've asked my old man. I was like, "Is he spoken? Did he speak to you about it?" He was like, "No, he was closed off. Never talked about his his time during the war or anything like that." I was like, oh. "Maybe that's maybe that's part of that, that's part of the problem." Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was shutting off from it. Yeah, I mean, rather than telling the stories, yeah. Like the last thing I want is my daughter to turn around and go go to primary school and go, oh yeah, my dad went out to uh, Afghan and killed all the Taliban and he did yeah. this and did that. And, no, we don't want to go down that road, road like, but <laughs> it'd be nice in the future to go, yeah, these lads did this and my dad did that and my granddad did that or whatever, you know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. it's about spreading positivity. It's like, with my, my, my great uncle, he was in Normandy, like, um, and he never spoke to about anyone apart from me. That was what inspired me in a way to go go yeah. in the forces, you know what I mean? And he said, he goes, listen, I've done some things and I've done this and I've done that, but and he explained a little bit, but he didn't go into graph, graphic detail, yeah. you know what I mean? And I wasn't like, oh my God, that's horrendous. I was like, wow, you're cool. You're a hero. You, you're, you're, you know, you're a good person. You've done it for, yeah. for your reasons, which in, to, you, to you are the right reasons. And that's where this world's mad because people turn around and go, World War veterans, they're heroes. They did this and did that. Soldiers, they aren't heroes. They're all murderers. Yeah. Doing the same job. Yeah. Exactly, exactly the same, same thing. The different combats. Yeah. 
And I wasn't 12 getting dragged out my front door to go and do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I did it because I wanted to. Mm. But, every, like, you go, well, going back a little bit, you, you talk about trolls and people going at you and attacking you for doing, speaking your mind and yeah. that, you know, showing the stigma of PTSD and mental health. Keep doing it. Yeah. Because ever since I went, I, I've done a few of the little bits here and there, but ever since I did the Lab Bible, um, it gave me that little bit of confidence. And obviously, I went out and got, you know, got my hair transplants and all that and got sexy again. But, like, <laughs> it's, um, I started doing more and more and more. And it's led to the point now where I'm getting inundated with messages daily saying, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. I feel this, I feel that. People message me saying, oh, I'm, I'm agoraphobic, but I've stepped out my front door. Oh, awesome. But this is a Washington podcast. I'm like, God, yeah. keep, keep going. Keep sending these messages because they're making me more positive, they're making me more confident. Like I said, I'm starting a YouTube channel, that. that's uh, that's going out tomorrow. Um, I've built the brand, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing more. I'm still in my shell a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it takes time, doesn't like it? Like, if this was about a year and you said, oh, do you podcast? I'm like, yeah, can, keep, can I leave the screen off? Yeah. Or can I wear a mask? Or can I wear my cap? Like, now it's like, I won't get naked for you, but I'm more open, you know what I mean? I'll talk more. And the more I'm talking, the more I'm talking about my stories, the more people go, you know what? I went through that. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. I feel better. Yeah. And you go, I want to do more. And if they start attacking their goals and stuff like that, then good. Yeah. Whatever you, what you're doing, keep doing it, mate. Yeah. Because well, I, had some I, remember, I remember when you felt you did not long started. You said, I think you, I think you messaged the brand right flank, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. On Insta, and you said, "I'm doing this, and I want to do this and blah blah." And I said, "Well, whatever you need, I'll whatever you need, I'll back you." I'm yeah. young myself, brand, not me. I'm past it, but I said, <laughs> I'll, "I'll back you as much as I can." So since then, I've just every time you put a post up, and I see it, I share it. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. You get a shout out here and there and stuff. Um, I believe what you're doing is right. You're doing good. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Guess that, but what you're doing is. It's not about what your guests are doing or what they're talking no. about. You can you can set up a podcast and not talk about PTSD. Exactly. What you're doing is just you're telling your story so people know who you are and what you've done and what you've got, and then you're talking. Yeah, and that, that is exactly why I started. Going, He's doing it. That's exactly. It's exactly why I started it. Keep belting out episodes. I'll keep sharing it. Tell everyone else to start sharing it. And um, don't don't don't. Give a shit about trolls, mate. Yeah, I know. All trolls are easy. Yeah, exactly. Gremlins sat in their house, taking the paint off the keyboards. Don't worry about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, day, a day a troll messaged me and says, not happy with what your message just said, or I'm not happy with what you just called me there online. Sound then, mate. Here's your address, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll never turn up, but if you do, they're going to get, well, I'm a pussy, aren't I? So I'm yeah, you're a massive pussy. But, um, you're a huge one. <laughs> huge pussy, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to call someone a pussy over a fucking keyboard which is what I said to one of the trolls I was like you're all well and good saying this over over Facebook I think it was I went, you'd never have said that to my face and he was like you yeah, no. would I went no you wouldn't because you know what would happen yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly you know what probably, if, if, if a troll if a troll up to me front door and goes you call me a bell end I went yeah they did mate yeah. do you want to bro yeah. I'll probably just be really nice to him and just completely baffle the reds. Yeah, go, exactly. It's a girl, but I can't bother with it. Like, going back a few years, I'd be going through all sorts of background checks and all sorts and driving around my car. 
I mean, we're blasting the boot going berserk, and I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know what? Keep giving me your crap messages, keep giving me your shite, because what happens is they'll put their comments up, and then everyone will go, lots out of order, you're this, you're that, and they'll yeah. all start attacking them. There's been times I've gone on, on, on YouTube, and I've seen this one lad who said something bad about me. I think he could, I think he, I think he could piss on me, he jacked or something, whatever. Well, literally 20 people dived on him and started threatening him. And I, I had mates messaging me saying, um, I just found his profile. I've uh, got his address. I went, whoa. I went, stand up. I went, you do not need to start lynching folk because they've slagged off me jacket. Bear in mind it was under armour, but it was at the point. You know what I mean? Settle down. And uh, I've asked I split people up, like virtually split people up online. Go, right, leave him alone now. He said it for this reason. And this lad's messaged me privately. Go, why are you sticking up for me? I went, because you're an absolute belt, but... No one deserves to be spoke to and lynched online. Now, you know, I feel like it was, oh, I'm sorry about that. And then we ended up talking away. And we actually got Pally. Yeah. And then I had another fellow on there. Um, he was obviously, he was obviously um, from the Middle East or whatever. And he was saying, oh, yeah, you're a murderer and all this. And he was slating me and slating me. And everyone started attacking him. And I went, no, leave him. Let me. Yeah. So I started talking to him with kindness. And I started explaining things. He goes, you've killed loads of babies. And I went, I haven't killed babies. Yeah. I mean, it's because of this and this and the media and talk away. He goes, yeah, but you've killed, you've, you've murdered loads of uh, people for no reason. No, I haven't. I haven't done that at all. Oh, well, you, you've, shot, you've shot people. Yeah, I've shot people, yeah. The people that are trying to attack women and children. Yeah. He's like, and I'm talking away. And then he turns out that I've, I've, I've got loads of mates that from the Middle East and loads of mates, you know, Muslim mates and stuff like that. And he's gone, oh, you're quite sound, you aren't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fine. Right. You know what I mean? I'm all right, like. <laughs> No, um, it's just it's just stupid. It's just daft. I mean, people just assume. But like I said in, in the Bible, if the media says that you're this, that's what you are. Yeah. If the media says that you're a nice guy, you're a great guy. If you if the media says you're a hero, you're a hero. If they say you're a piece of shit, you're gonna get stoned in the seaside. That's it. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's just how it is. It's craziness, mate. It's fucking. It's just bizarre the world we live in. These days. Yeah, that's the thing, though. If we sit there, though, and we sit there, go, oh, the world's bizarre, the world's mad, it's crazy. It's just the way it is. It is not the way it is, but it's little acts of kindness and little little comments and little things that all build a bigger picture, you know what I mean? Like, I lost complete faith in humanity. Completely lost it all. I thought, oh, I've had enough for it, I've had enough for everyone. I'm not going to kill myself, but I'm, just, I'm done with the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I got a little uh, parcel come this morning, funny enough, and um, but what's this? Opened it up, and there's a big wicker basket inside. I thought, oh, there we go. And then straight away, being who I am, go, tonight you do that. Definitely that. <laughs> like that. It's like, just open it, you cock. And I was like, right, so I opened it all up. And there's a hamper. Like, we were really posh stuff inside. Like, oh, who I am, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, from the whittle, and I'm like, not used to anything, you know. So we had posh biscuits and tea bags and chocolate. I was like, what? 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 And Mrs. goes, it's chocolate, it's really posh chocolate. I went, oh. I'm used to Mars bars, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then they like, tea and coffee. It was dead nice. It was really all well presented and all that. I was, and I had a little note. It says, oh, to Stephen and your family. Um, lots of love. Uh, thank you for coming on Lad Bible. X, Y, Z. Hope your family enjoys this. And I was like... Oh, nice. And my missus going, isn't that nice? And I was like, I was like twitching the corner going, what, what, what's this nice? What, what's yeah. going on here? You know what I mean? I was like, do you, do you want to fight? Or do you want an arm wrestle? Like, you know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, it was just a nice thing. I thought, 
that's nice. That's a bit of, bit of faith in humanity. Yeah. Installed, you know what I mean? Re- reinstalled, that's the word. So I think yeah, I don't know what I'm do with all. Yeah. I think that's it. That's one of the one of the good things one of the good things that's come out of this pandemic bollocks is how close like i I haven't spoken to any of my neighbors really apart from my literally my next door neighbor because i needed to borrow their tap so i could fill up the kids paddling pool but um yeah it's like you go out on the thursday everyone does their clap which is is what it is and you see all the neighbors out there you all go you're right how you doing yeah it's like why don't we do this normally like Probably without the clap, but like our VE day was was brilliant. We had people out the front of their houses for the first time ever. Usually everyone's out the back. Um, We had old servicemen. To be fair, I I thought it was a bit strange that like, yeah, you served in the military, but you didn't serve in World War Two, but each to their own. Like they had their berets on and that. I was like, this is a bit, bit strange. That's a bit too much, mate, but whatever. Um, but yeah, they were. Medals up, I'm just so you know that, uh, that I've been there. Shut up, packing it. Yeah. I, I wore shorts and t shirts. Yeah, same here. Right. We, we went out for a nice walk as, as, a, as a family. And, um, but yeah, he had, he had like his, his dress jacket out hanging up and all his military memorabilia. I was like, it, that's cool. Maybe save that for Remembrance Day, maybe, but. Yeah, yeah. I can, people's but I was like, it's, oh, I'll let you off because it's a nice day yeah. and things like that. But yeah, it's it was just nice seeing people. The amount of time that like you're stuck in the house, it's just, it's just nice seeing people. But then yeah. people are now taking it to the next extreme now, aren't they? Where they, it's like we're all going to go to the beach on bank holiday, and it's like, well, we're all going to go backwards. Yeah. It's 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 nice. It's nice that people do it. Obviously, when I was a kid. Used to not be in a, we were in each other's houses. Yeah. We lived in a tennis, you mean? We were in each other's houses playing and lending sugar and helping each other out and all that. Like, if my neighbours come round there now and ask me for some sugar, like, the shop's literally four rows yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Got a shop over I there, mean, mate. I've been in scrounge. I mean, nothing <laughs> wrong your legs. 16 or 18. But then it's like, it's nice that we're, people are talking more, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it, is, it is nice that. But we've lost humanity along the way. Mm. With everything that's gone on, technology is a massive part, but that's also part of getting older. I mean, it's part yeah. of advancing and moving forward. Um, we've always got to, we're always going to have to uh, evolve. You know what I mean? Whatever the word. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, it's uh, it is nice that we are doing some more stuff and acting. like we have to clap every Thursday. Everyone's clapping and all that, which is it's, it's nice. But there's always someone has to take it too far. Yeah. Like the fucking idiot behind me. He dragged his drum kit out oh, in his hell. garden. And that's all well and good. So he, he plays a little little drum beat and all that. I'm like, that's Sammy Baby's asleep, but okay, we'll, we'll get through this. It's only a minute. It's like a two minute solo. Yeah, yeah. But right, okay, Sam. But the next minute, the next thirsty, I can hear the drums getting dragged out. So he's going again. So I said to Mrs., I said, we'll put the baby down a bit later this time. So next minute, he's going again, but it's a five minute solo. Yeah. You see where this is going? God's sake. So the next minute, the next week, they're in the front with pots and pans, knocking it out of them for about five minutes. He's got the speakers rigged up in the back, Fucking doing a, a five-minute Led Zeppelin solo. <laughs> and then his neighbour, he's out with some pans. Someone's got cymbals. They're a triangle in the background somewhere. I'm like, what's we've, going on here? Yeah, you know what I mean? We, we've had uh, we had similar um, in a, in a couple of villages over. You, you get it on the Facebook page. It pops up, and it's like. Can can whoever's playing the bagpipes please stop? 
<laughs> Why have you brought the bagpipes out? You don't need bagpipes. Yeah. So you don't need bagpipes. Don't need them. I think there are there are little things with the technology that's um been really good. Like for example, like now we can we can do the Zoom call or the Skype call or whatever. But like weekly well, we've been yeah yeah took us a while to get on it well, but... <laughs> we start at one o'clock and literally 10 minutes into it and i'm still trying to punch hell out the uh the hp you know I mean? mate i don't hey zoom make it easier there's <laughs> skype all you have to do is put an email in mind, at the box at the top it says uh training i was like so we clicked on it, it tells you how to use it well i don't need to know how to use it, it should be simple stupid yeah it should be just... skype you literally put the email in and then just Go, it's done but this is like you have to put the ID in and all it's like well, fucking hell yeah. whatever but to Bob, be f- Bob back yeah on um on a Sunday night we 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 have um I mean Mrs's side uh, side is fucking huge all the family yeah um they do a they do a a quiz night which like, everyone's doing fucking Zoom quizzes at the minute but I think yeah. it's brilliant like for me. Uh, getting older, my brother and uh, and my side of the family, they all live in Hereford. So I'm down in Kent. It's like, oh, fucking hell. So it's nice being able to phone my brother and do a FaceTime or whatever. He's usually on the podcast, but he's at work at the minute. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just... It, I think that side of it is good because then we can still stay in contact with family and close mates and what have you. But yeah, <laughs> the, up, the downside to it my nine-year-old, or, well, eight, nearly nine, fuck me. We've, we've let her have her phone. She's a fucking pain in the ass, mate. She's now gone from being a cute, innocent eight-year-old to now basically an 18-year-old. It's like, uh, change your attitude, kid. Like, as soon as as soon as soon she's got her phone in her hand, she turns into a complete nightmare. She's horrible. It's yeah. like, your attitude stinks, mate. You need to sort that out. And she's like, well, whatever. It's like, ooh, yeah. I'm going to stab oh, that out. Our up. baby's a nightmare. She's two, and she's an absolute nightmare. Not a nightmare, she's just, she's just, she's like me. <laughs> like, she's just, she's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa non-stop, you know yeah. me? I look at her and go, no wonder my mum and dad struggled with me. Yeah. You know what I mean, no wonder they, whatever, you know what I mean? I so what that. we do is, we give her, we have an iPad, and she watches cartoons on it. Yeah. It's just, most of it's educational, but it is educational what we give her and stuff like that. But, it's got to the point now where I'm, I'm like learning YouTube and I'm doing this and doing that. I'm like ready to launch my channel. I'm like practicing editing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and she'll just come in. I'll, I'll stop thinking, oh, this is the getting this. And bear in mind, she's two. She'll just come in and just start moving stuff around on YouTube. And she'll work, and she'll, she'll without typing stuff in, she'll find a way of working away to yeah, the yeah. cartoons that she wants to watch. It's mad. And she'll look at the numbers. I'm like, how have you done that? <laughs> Exactly what you mean. But both my daughters are mini. Their personality, I'll say, is they're mini versions of me. They're very sarcastic and very dry with their sense of humour. They look like my missus, but they act like me. So I'm there. I'm fucking losing my temper with them, shouting at them, fucking telling them to do stuff. My missus is there just chuckling. She went, It's like talking to you, isn't it? It's like, fuck off, will you? Yeah, it is. It's exactly the same as arguing with myself. I'm arguing with two miniature versions of me. (laughs) 
Like, I'll shout at her. I'll go, pack it in. And she'll just laugh at me. Yeah. What are we laughing at? Me, daddy. All right. Just say cute. I'll go, can't shout anymore. But then she'll do something else. And I'll get more angry. But I can't get, I can't, I can't shout at her because she just laughs at me. So, and it, so you've gone from like leading eight, eight men in a section and yeah. being a warrior and taking over, taking over, you know, ripping through a country and being absolute legend yeah. so now I was getting me on the stove didn't get mugged up by the other <laughs> I told you like, you I had to hide in the bathroom <laughs> 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 just like just leave me alone yeah. I can't do it anymore I'm going to shut the door <laughs> 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 to be fair I'm actually surprised mine are listening to me I told them that I was coming down to the shed to do, to do the podcast they were like oh we want to go play in the paddling pool and if you go in the paddling pool you've got to be quiet because I don't want any of your background noise coming through my fucking shed and she's like, well, we'll just wait until you finish then. I was like, oh, I'll believe it when I see it. But I think they've actually I'm done sure. it. If I was in my shed, she'd be on the roof of it. Um, You'd just see a pair of eggs hanging in the background. Yeah. Go, That's I'm, I'm actually surprised my cat hasn't jumped on the roof. Like Every every episode, <laughs> at some point, she'll jump and it'll fu- the fucking whole thing. She's not even a big cat, but the whole thing starts shaking. And I'm like, ah, what the fuck was that? And then I'm like, that's oh, a fucking cat. <laughs> Sat there all the walls up going, I just want to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my sanctuary, leave me alone. <laughs> <coughs> oh, so what's, what, what's that mean? What's your plans for the rest of the day? Oh, f- fuck knows, mate. Uh, I'm going to chill out, I think, for the rest of the day. I've got, I've got to go back uh, to my regular human job tomorrow. Um, yeah. I'll probably figure out how I've how to save this. <laughs> this chat I've definitely got it recorded so that's that's a plus but yeah I'm just going to chill out might go for a walk with the missus but yeah missus and the kids maybe but yeah. oh, I, I don't know if you saw on my fucking story yesterday on Instagram I went a cropper yesterday I was yeah, uh, what? I, I was doing I was doing the Murph challenge oh yeah yeah I've seen yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> there's quite a few potholes around my my village and as I was on, the, I was literally on the first mile back. So I was coming back in, getting ready to do the to do the exercises. Fucking went over a pothole, didn't I? Twisted my ankle. Yeah. Absolute comedy of error. My missus takes a piss. I've got the weakest ankles in the world anyway, from service and what have you. But I'm always just rolling it, and I'm like, oh fuck, carry on walking. But this one, I proper went over. I was obviously wearing the ten kilo vest as well. But as oh, yeah. I landed. The vest came up as my head came down. I fucking smashed my nose into the vest as well. Walked in. Nice. I walked in and my missus went, what's up with you? You're not, con- not going to complete it? I went, no, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I had to put my foot up, get the ice on it. So we might we might chin off the walk, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> might just have a couple more beers and chill out. Everybody's alert again. Yeah. <laughs> so what's That's up? That's where, where we invest. Yeah. What are you up to then? What's your rest of your day? Uh, I've got a bit of editing to do um, for the launch, and then um, spend some time with the girls. Yeah. Misses the baby, and then just chill. Yeah, nice one. Nice one. I already get out for a walk as well. Just uh, just trying to spend as much time as I can. Yeah. With them and over before the world starts ticking over again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I only I can't wait for that to start happening. I'm 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 bored of this lockdown bollocks now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially I was supposed to have me um 
well, well, we're coming into July, aren't we? July's next week, isn't it? So, no, June next week. Fucking months and days are all moulded into one. But yeah, I'm supposed to have my charity football match on the 12th of July. Don't think that's happening now. So I'm going to have to go back through them and, and reschedule a date. And oh, it's going to be a pain in the ass. I'll probably reschedule it for next year, I think. Um, next summer, hopefully. It'll make more sense. That way I can probably generate more money for Rock to Recovery and and Mind, which are the two charities. That's the idea. Well, there's, loads, loads, there's loads going on. And I think what's the good thing about this lockdown is a lot of people have um, started to plan stuff. Yeah. To raise money and stuff for different things, especially for like Rock to Recovery and um, X4 and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, both, like, uh, we've got my mates who I serve with, uh, Benji Barker. Um, he's him and three others just set up. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're going to hit four peaks all straight after another. And that's all for Rock to Recovery and um, X4 as well. So, oh, nice one. Um, get on him, get on Up Conquer and follow them and see what they're doing. Their, their, their training starts as soon as lockdown's finished. Um, we're going to meet up, we're going to do a bit of stuff around Brecon as well. Mm. Snowden and stuff like that. So, loads going on. So, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be uh, cloving them as oh, well. Happy days, mate. So, big things. And I think we've just talked about it in the pipeline. My, my business partner, Warren. Um, we're talking about doing something in the next two years. We're going to do, um, we're, we're toying up the idea of walking the length of Ireland, um, doing the coastal, I think it's called the Atlantic Coast, or Atlantic Way or Wild oh, Way or something yeah. like that. So yeah. we're, we're, we're just talking, toying up the idea of doing that, raise a bit of funds as well. So oh, um, jumping on the bandwagon, a bit of a challenge. And, yeah. Trying uh, to help people. Who, who, who it's nice having a challenge, mate. It's definitely nice. Gives you something to focus on. An, ex, an extra, an extra, an extra, an extra, an extra focus. Yeah, well, I'm over focused. I've got, I've got loads on, absolutely loads on. But that's good. Um, it's, it's all about managing yourself and trying to juggle things efficiently. I mean, that's what I'm learning at the moment. Yeah, um, I just need to, uh, I just need more time on myself and my family. And that's what, I, definitely. What I, that's what, that's my uh, goal after all this. Lockdown the lockdown is. Where get stuff done, but focus on your family. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that one of the positives from from this lockdown is that I have actually generally spent more time with the missus and the yeah. and the family. Where when she, because she's a hairdresser, uh, where she's not working at the minute, obviously. So yeah. she's actually at home all week. Where usually she's at work Monday, Tuesday, and then Saturday. So we, and then I'm at, when I'm at work. I'll come home and sometimes she's not back and, and things like that and it's like right now it's it's just nice it could be a fucking what day are we Tuesday and the whole family's yeah. there it, fe- it feels like summer holidays but it's not <laughs> it feels like the summer holidays but nothing's open um, yeah yeah you can't palm the kids off the camp and see no exactly and there's little things still get to me like I'd, I'd love to go to Hereford and see me mum me dad my brother, yeah, my niece, and that. But here's what it is in a minute. We'll get there. It is, but it makes you stronger, and when it's all over, yeah. we'll uh, appreciate people more. Definitely, hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent, a lot more. Well, right, mate, I'll um, I'll let you crack on with the rest of your day. I'll have to go back out there now, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could just pretend like mate, you're talking to me a bit more. An absolute pleasure. Ah, oh, always a pleasure, mate. Definitely, hundred percent. Will do, mate. 100%. All right, mate. Catch you in a bit.
Yeah, that. How do we fucking stop it? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. The latest episode of the Granite Zero podcast with Steve Nichols, the owner of Right Flank. Amazing insight into, well, mental health, PTSD, depression, anxiety, the lot. So if you suffer from any of those, make sure you check us out on Granite Zero or go and see Right Flank. We'll always be there to support. But, as they say in the regiment, Per through adversity, I'm Tomo and I'm out.